0: Welcome to the good, the bad, and the horrible. A weekly podcast where OG millennials have honest and candid conversations about dating, sex, yes, butt stuff, relationships, entanglements, and everything in between. Starring your host, Scarlett Prince.
1: Pull those anal beads out slowly. This is not a lawnmower. You don't want to hit a snack. <laughs>
0: And featuring guests, Vixen Moore.
2: No, the more hyper-masculine and alpha a guy is, the more he is going to want to be fucked in the ass. (laughs)
0: Lila Moon.
2: Please, for the love of God and everything holy, do
3: not say my name (laughs) during sex.
0: (laughs) First-time guest, Mako Cox.
4: Whose dick do I got to suck to suck some dick around here?
0: (laughs) And occasionally emerging from behind the scenes, the producer... Spider. Kinky is using a feather. Perverted is using the whole damn bird.
1: (laughs) We have somebody special starting the podcast with us. Mako. That's me. Who happens to be very closely related to me.
4: Yeah, you could say very intimately related. Yes. This is my daughter. See, and I
2: was going to make a joke about she's been inside your vagina.
4: uh, (laughs) I've been deeper in my mom than anyone else ever will be. (laughs) That's so
3: true. Give me another chicken nugget. We'll see if that's true.
1: (laughs) So I was going to make her wait till 18. But there's an episode that I really want to do with her that's coming up that it was something she experienced with me. And so I was like, you know what? Screw it. You're close enough.
4: I'm the legal age in the state.
1: Legal age of consent. That's true. Yeah, I'm legal. (laughs) Hit me up. I mean, you're 17 and what? Like five, eight?
4: Yeah, I'm like 17 and seven months. So whatever that is in fractions. I mean, we're close
1: enough. Close enough for government work.
3: We're close enough. (laughs) I work for the government. Can't confirm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, and then I asked her on the way here because of this episode we're recording right now. I was like, are you sure you're going to be okay hearing about your mom's sexual explorations? (laughs) I mean, you have been further in my vagina than anyone else. So, yeah, I've explored further. (laughs) Is it weird?
4: To know that I've been deep in your vagina. No, that's
1: just (laughs) biology. (laughs) I mean, is it weird to think about your mom having sex? you. Because a lot of people say it is weird.
4: Well, it's not like I'm thinking about it on the regular. It's not like I'm going to think about it while I'm having sex. Okay. It's just a thing we do. It's like, is it weird to think about your parents shitting? It's like, no. It's like, that's just something (laughs) I do. (laughs) Touche. I don't know. It's not a big deal to me. Like, it's something we all do. It doesn't have to be a big deal.
1: Does it help that you and I have had these conversations pretty regularly just on a normal basis yes
4: Uh, because if you asked me this like when I was like 15 16 I would have been like fuck no do not (laughs) tell me any of that shit I don't want to like la 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 like no thank you (laughs) I've been very blessed to be able to fully express myself to you and like be able to fully dive in to sexuality as a whole and talking to you with it where I feel truly accepted and seen That's awesome. I don't know if there's anything that can throw at me that'll make me go, ew, gross. (laughs) Well, I will test the limits and see. Yeah, yeah. we'll see.
1: (laughs) Let's see how far we can stretch these bounds.
4: I'm sure you can find a way to break me. if anyone can do it your mother
3: can oh yeah
4: she's known me 17 years and seven months like well, she'll find a way
1: i've actually been excited to connect you vixen with mako because i think the two of you have a lot in common actually oh yeah (laughs) You can tell already, huh?
2: (laughs) Well, it's just like on my first episode when we talked about my relationship with my mom. And it was because I could speak with her so openly about everything that made me such a confident person. And that I didn't feel any shame towards sexuality because I thought it was just something that was part of life. And that there wasn't this dark cloud of mystery over it or guilt or any negative connotation with it. It was something that should be respected. But it was just something that happens. And so you should make the most of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like the two of you have the same curiosity and maybe passion about
2: sex. Mm -hmm. I love sex. Yeah. And my mom told me I should be a sex therapist. I didn't think that that was really an option. And at the time I was in high school. Mm -hmm. So she was like, no, but you have this openness towards it that it's so uncommon. I was like, well, what do you mean? Everybody's like this. And yeah, it turns out, no. 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 <laughs> yeah, oops.
1: Because even though I have a sex podcast, I really don't have that high of a sex drive. Whereas... Mako over here has an extremely high sex drive and I think probably is very synonymous with the way that you've described your drive, Vixen. So I feel like there's a lot of commonalities here. Yeah,
2: particularly in high school, I had to get treatment for sex addiction, basically. Wow. So yeah, it was something that they had to figure out, well, is this because of a physical chemical dependency? Or is this because of an emotional, mental thing that you're trying to fill a hole for attention kind of things and you're filling other holes in the meantime? But it turns out that mine was just, oh, that's basically a chemical addiction to orgasm and You're doing it safely and responsibly. And so, yeah, find a better boyfriend and have fun.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds sounds wonderful.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But it was because I had a mom that I could speak about those things with. That When the doctor said she's already on two medications to lower her sex drive, which was basically the birth control and my antidepressant at the time. And they were like, well, we can keep cycling through other medications and find ones that have stronger side effects. My mom's like, no, I don't want to mess up her brain. I'm not worried about the 16-year-old girl that wants to have sex. I'm worried about the 18-year-old boy who, that doesn't. So find a better boyfriend and we're going to look at what keeps you happy oh. without needing other medical interventions. Cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think you two we are going to get along really well, actually. Oh, yeah. I've been telling her you're going to love Vixen. Yeah, I've been,
4: <laughs> I've been stoked. I don't know how accurate this was, but I did take this online test. It was like a sex values test, and I'm sure it's not the most accurate thing in the world. It barely, it didn't have that many questions, but (laughs) taking that test, there was one value that was your hypersexual or hyposexualness, and I got 98% hypersexual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I just got back from Vegas. So that's what I want to talk about today, because you know me and conventions, especially conventions in Vegas. Yes. And with me, what happens in Vegas does not stay in Vegas.
3: Nope, it comes back, and everybody <laughs> does bad. <about it. laughs> exactly. Covered in glitter. Covered in glitter.
1: So I went to another podcast convention. This was the Podcast Movements convention that I went to. And the first thing I did when I saw they had an app was download the app. Because if anybody listened to the episode about the PodFest convention, I caused lots of shenanigans. Bible studies. Yes. Mm. (laughs) Gangbangs, Bible study. That episode, I talk about all the shenanigans that I pulled. But their app for this one sucked, guys. It sucked. There was nowhere to do a forum. It was Uh, basically just a glorified schedule. Yeah. You could chat with people one on one if you connected with them. That's a lot of work. Would you message people? DTF? Question <laughs> mark. DTF. What does that stand for? Down, Down the to fuck.
3: fuck. Oh,
2: no, I didn't yeah, even know went, that. That's like school. my slogan. <laughs> ASL age, ASL, sex I location. do know that oh, reference. There we go. <laughs> I know that Or American one. Sign Language.
3: What? Yeah, <laughs>
2: I'm a little lost here. Nope, that was back from the AOL yep, chat room. Yep. Uh, no, the oh, I,
4: I got it, it's yes. ASL is age, sex, location. Location. Okay, okay. that was that. back
1: from the days when you got the AOL CD-ROM in the mail. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then you had to connect it with your phone line.
2: Now we just post everything about ourselves in our bio and then we go from there. Oh, well, there were bios with it too. But yeah. if you were in a chat room to figure out, like if you have 20 people in there, if- who did you want to communicate with? You could come in and you kind of just stated your ASL from the beginning. And then that gave people a general heads up of, do they want you to click on your name and look at your profile?
3: This is why we got scared as kids in elementary school, don't talk to strangers on the internet. Yeah,
2: that sounds odd. Because
3: then there would be, you know, 40 year old men pretending to be 12 year old boys to talk to 12 year old girls. And that's why Mm -hmm. they were like, stranger danger, don't meet people online, which now (laughs) all we do is freaking meet people offline. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 180 but that's where that fear came from Mm -hmm. ironically
1: enough I met Mako's dad who passed away about 12 years ago I met him in an AOL chat room no way yes I totally did that's where we met for the first time I met my
4: current (laughs) boyfriend on discord there you go we're
1: creating traditions here (laughs) It anyway, was like the OG online dating. Exactly. It really was. Wow. It was a Dallas chat room. So obviously we were both in Dallas and we talked online for a long time then we switched to phone and then eventually we met in person. But How
3: yeah. old were you when you started chatting? I was
1: 19, I guess, mm-hmm. whenever we first started talking. So, yeah. yeah. And then I had Mako when I was 23.
4: I did not get that lucky with the location. He's all the way in the Middle East. Oh, <laughs> your boyfriend? Yes.
3: yes. <laughs> <laughs> I that think... time difference is a bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> you can tell me about yeah. it.
1: So anyway, going back to Vegas, this convention, obviously, I was very limited on the shenanigans that I could pull, which was tremendously disappointing. But the day I left, you guys saw on Discord, I was stressing. Yeah, That day sucked. It was a sucky, sucky day. I was moving offices that day and moving just sucks inherently because it's moving. But it was like anything that could go wrong that day went wrong. It was just one of those days. It was just an awful, stressful, terrible day. And I'm already dealing with a lot of stress in my business because I've had two or three people leave back to back for various reasons. And so it was just like all compounding into this just horrible, stressful day. The movers ruined two of my desks.
2: Oh, no. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Ruined?
1: Yes. At first, they were like, we're just going to replace it. Thankfully, they were willing to take care of it. But then they realized how much these desks cost. And they're like, we'll get that fixed for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the kind of day I'm having leading up to me having to get to the airport. Okay. So Mr. Vegas works at the airport. He bartends at the airport. And so he was talking to me, he's like, hey, you should come early. We can do dinner before you leave on your flight and all of this. And I'm like, this day is so fucked up. I don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm going to try. But the whole day I was just like, you know what? I'm going to make this happen because if anything I need right now, it is a bear hug because mm-hmm. his bear hugs are absolutely amazing. So I was like, I'm going to do whatever I can to get to the airport early. Well, thank God I did because I get to the airport and realize. I had forgotten my fucking wallet. Were you already in line when you realized this? I was getting in line okay. to check in my baggage. And, you know, of course, oh, they have yeah. to have your ID right, to right. check your bags. That's When you realized, And I'm like, fuck, I didn't grab my wallet off my desk. Oh. I was like, you've got to be shitting me. Like, this is just like one more thing in this already awful day. And I'm standing there like the only thing between me and the bear hug. And food, because I had not eaten all day. That was the other thing. I was absolutely starving and I had not had a chance to eat until like, I think somewhere around three in the afternoon. I'm like, I could go grab something, but I'm going to be at the airport in an hour and I'm going to eat with him. So I'm just going to hold off. So by this time, I am absolutely famished. And like the only thing between me and the bear hug and the food is is a driver's license. (laughs) Damn driver's license in the security line. And I realized I don't have it. So I think I called you. I'm the one that found the wallet. Yeah. I was like, can you please go look on my desk and see if I left my wallet at home? So she ran down to my desk and she's like, yep, it's right here. I was like, fuck. So my stepdaughter happened to be home and thankfully was able to run it to me. But She's like, FYI, I'm looking at the GPS and it's almost an hour because now we're in rush hour, rush hour oh traffic, my God. yeah, rush hour. And she's like, it's going to take me almost an hour to get there. So oh thankfully, I had gotten there early on purpose because right. I thought I was about to have dinner. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, so now I just got to sit here and wait for an hour for her to bring my wallet and I can't get to Mr. Vegas. So but I'm like, hey, he is probably about to get off work because we had planned all of this like to be able to do dinner and so I call him and I'm like oh this is gonna be fine like he can bring me food he can come yeah. to me with food and a hug and I call him and he's talking to someone and I'm like hey forgot my wallet I'm waiting for my stepdaughter to bring it and he's like oh yeah yeah, that's cool I ran into one of my regulars here so we're just shooting the shit I'll see you when you get in here oh my god no. and I'm like okay no. that's fine that's cool okay oh my god <laughs> So I hung up the phone and I just wanted to cry. I just wanted to cry. I was like, I am about to eat my arm off. And then I was like, okay, there is a place down here. I knew there was some kind of place, but it was like a breakfast place. I'm like, I don't even know if it's open. That's on the other side of security that I could get to. I'm like, please be open. Please be open. Please be open and get there. And sure enough, they're already closed for the day. Oh, my God. Like, what am I going to do? I'm like, can I get DoorDash here? I mean, <laughs> like, what could I do? I'm seriously like weighing my options. <laughs> How can I get some food right now? Because I am absolutely. They didn't have vending machines or nothing. I was trying to find anything. I could not find anything, in and she yeah, didn't have her
3: wallet either. Well, that's true. Well, if you had Apple Pay or something, you can usually yeah. use the vending machines.
1: But I could have probably figured something out. But there's nothing. I seriously, like, could I just start asking people, "Hey, do you have like a granola bar?" Do you have <laughs> anything for God's
2: sake that I could put in my mouth? A piece of gum. <laughs> And as somebody like I was traveling this past week and yeah, I had extra granola bars and stuff just always on hand in case. We I had should a, have. Like, a lot of people pack snacks for the plane so I yeah. would have been surprised Guys, if somebody had
1: something. You can see my planning abilities. I didn't even have yeah. my fucking wallet. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, no, no,
1: somebody else who <laughs> is a good planner would have had
3: extra snacks.
1: Go, yeah, this you. is what you needed to do. <laughs> so I'm sitting there waiting for my stepdaughter to get there and you know how you sit there and think about things and then I'm starting to get pissed off I'm like wait a minute I told him I was starving like I told him on the way no I
0: was I was
1: was sitting there going wait like he knew how much I was starving like I was telling him oh my gosh I can't wait till I get here I'm so hungry right I'm like what
2: the fuck I would say at that point to send a message and be like hey, I don't know if this came through on the phone call, but <laughs> I am stuck here, cannot eat, and really starving. Could you bring something out to me? And so, be a more direct advocate for yeah, it. Yeah. Especially no. he has notably said that he struggles with social signals. That's and true. And registering that, especially when he's in a conversation with somebody else, he'd just be like, okay, cool. He just thought you were telling him that you were running late.
3: Yeah. That's what he
1: thought. He didn't yeah. think anything past that. You're right. And in that moment, I think I was just hangry. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Because later I was fine. But in that moment, I'm really starting to get pissed off. And I'm like, what the fuck? All you got to do is walk through the security and bring me some food. And I was also offended because it's like he didn't even want to see me. I was Mm. like, he knew I only had an hour, so I got to start boarding. Like, I was like, you don't even care to see me? So then he finally gets done with his conversation or whatever, and he calls me. And he's like, I'll just come over there. I'm like, finally, it occurs to him, hey, I could just come meet to you, right? And I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm like, could you please, please bring me some food? He's like, sure. What do you want? I was like, water burgers over there. They have a really good grilled chicken salad. Will you grab me that? Okay, sure. I'll do that for you. Awesome. <laughs> oh, thank God. So I'm waiting. Pieces of Yeah, for like two minutes until he <laughs> calls me back. And he's closed. like, Whataburger's line is really long. Can I just grab you something from the things where you just grab something off yeah, the, the... grab and go stuff.
2: Yeah. I was so pissed. Oh my God. Because <laughs> now I'm like, you can't even wait in a fucking line? I think he was trying to get to you sooner. And if you're saying you're starving and he's like, oh man, she's going to be pissed if I wait another 30 minutes in a line versus I can bring her something that's fast and well, get to Well, that's what see he her. told
1: me later. But in the moment, To me, I'm translating it as, you don't even want to wait online line for me. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) What is your deal? So I was just like, no. It's fine. I will do it when I get across security. I was just pissed at that point. Oh, no. Yeah. I was like, oh. you forfeited your food. <laughs> no, I had not eaten all day. I did not want some grab and go snack. I wanted as real a
2: food as you can get in the See, airport. But... I would have wanted at least the snack and the hug to tide me over. So I got across security. But at that point, then... I was so pissed. I didn't want the hug anymore. I didn't
1: want any of it anymore. I was just like, fuck you and your grab and go. So I am sitting there when he finally gets to me. I have my temples in my in between my hands, like rubbing my temples with my eyes closed. (laughs) Just like focusing on my breathing, like trying to calm my stress down. And so he walks up to me. He's like, "Are you okay?" And all I did is shake my head. No. (laughs) That's all. I didn't even look at him. I didn't talk to him. I'm just sitting there rubbing my temples. And then right about that time, my daughter drives up with my wallet. So I run out there, grab my wallet, run to the baggage desk, turn in my luggage. And at this time, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm like, if I go right now through security, I am probably barely going to make it when it starts boarding. And I still haven't gotten food. So I'm thinking, okay, it's Southwest Airlines, right? And Southwest Airlines doesn't have assigned seating. So it's like, if I forego the food, I can make sure I get a good seat because I had a good place in line. If I go get food, I'm probably going to be stuck in the middle of two people in the middle seat somewhere in the crappy part of the plane, right? That's probably what I'm going to be stuck with. So Mm -hmm. this is my dilemma. I was like, I am so fucking hungry. I don't even care. I need food so bad right now. It doesn't even matter. So I forego my place in line. And he could tell, Mr. Vegas could tell, as I'm like racing to security, I like barely look at him. I was just so like upset at that point. I was just like, I got to go. I don't have time. And I just raced to the security. So like he knew I was pissed. So I get in line. I go wait in the stupid Whataburger line. That he didn't want to wait that in. That he didn't want to wait in. And I'm fuming the whole time. So I'm like, he could have already done this for me. He could have had this food already for me. <laughs> so I'm fuming the whole entire time finally get to the line and I'm the last person to board so I get on the plane and oh my gosh somebody was looking out for me I'm already expecting I'm going to be in a middle seat somewhere I'm already expecting it right and I get on the plane it's not even halfway full and I'm like oh my god this is Amazing! Like, finally, something good so happened something on the good day. Finally, happened. I literally wanted to cry. I was so happy. I got an entire row to myself. Oh, nice. I was spreading out my water burger, and then realized, fucking a, they didn't give me half my order. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" The salad that I had been thinking about this whole time—they didn't put it in there. And I'm looking at the menu, and I'm like chicken fingers and gravy sounds really good (laughs) and I'm like fuck it I'm eating a salad I haven't eaten all day throw that in too now thank goodness I had done that because she freaking forgot to ring up the salad apparently so all I had was the chicken fingers and gravy which tasted amazing Yes, (laughs) but still I was like you've got to be kidding me I'm so hungry right now and I really wanted that salad And then I had, you know, two hours on the plane to think and ponder and go, okay, is it really fair to Mr. Vegas for numerous reasons? Like one, he has Asperger's. He's on the spectrum, right? So like you said, the fact that he already readily admits like social cues, he's not great at them. So on that level alone, maybe this isn't fair.
4: You're telling me this guy's autistic. How do you keep hooking up with autistic men? Yeah. Like my dad and father who's probably undiagnosed like like
1: it was actually funny when you said that the other day you were like mom you have a type and i was like really? you
4: do have a type you and i like autistic men too but okay it's
2: because they use direct communication and, you think that's uh, what it is? And so a, lot, a lot of times they they're really use, smart too. So they yeah, are. that goes hand in hand with uh-huh. what you like. So, And they want it to be spelled out straightforward, no guessing one way or the other. And if you're into that radical honesty, yes. they are going to be the people who will give you that. I,
1: mean, I was thinking about that because he said that's what he likes about me is I'm just very like straightforward and direct mm. about what I want. Most of the time, unless it's about Whataburger. Or... So. <laughs> well, he directly knew I was pissed about it. <laughs> you figured it out pretty damn (laughs) quick yeah for the most part it's like I'm just very like this is how I feel or this is what I think or whatever right which after I got to the hotel I asked him like could we talk about this and he was like yeah and so I was like telling him I was like you know going up to the airport like I was so looking forward to one of your hugs I was like I just could not wait and so I said it really hurt my feelings that when I got there, it was like, it seemed very unimportant to you, you know, and of course he apologized and he was just like, you know, this was someone I hadn't seen for a while. I was excited to see them. Like I wasn't thinking about it. I was like, I get it. I was hangry. <laughs> It was a very stressful day and it just all accumulated into this outpouring of emotion, right? But I said, I also recognize that it was necessarily fair to you, especially since we're not a thing. And he had brought that up too. It's so like not really necessarily fair to expect me to do things that a boyfriend would do when
2: He's we're not on that we're status. Not right.
1: Yeah. Mm. and so we had actually talked about that later because he ended up catching a flight to vegas initially he had told me i had invited him to come because he fucking loves vegas that's like his place he that's wants why to it's move his there. name yeah, right I, I would fucking figure yeah. <laughs> like, yeah and so at first he was like no i don't think i can pull it off but then once i got there he's like i'm coming it's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, support teddy bear. I'm gonna make it happen And so he actually ended up flying the second day I was there to Vegas. And so him and I had more conversations about this. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, we're in this weird place because situation. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't even want to call it fuck buddies. So we're sitting there, like, literally, like, okay, let's define what is going on here. Cause I'm like, this isn't just a fuck buddy situation. What are we doing here? But I've been very honest with him. Like there's just something lacking in terms of like the intellectual stimulation aspect of it. He is mm-hmm. extremely smart, but it's more like he could beat me at trivia. Right. He could sit there and rattle off Jeopardy answers yeah. left and right. It's that kind of intellect, like, not so much like the emotional intelligence. And, you know, I the mean, philosophical discussion. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's the portion of it I crave. But then I'm like, OK, I'm polyamorous so I said that to him I'm like I've been very honest like that you don't fulfill that part of what I'm looking for but then on the other hand you fulfill a lot of other things that you check a I lot crave. of these other boxes yes and so I was like if you want to be in a relationship with me I'm open to that because I feel like we already are doing that we yeah. just haven't, haven't labeled, labeled it, it uh-huh. you know and so he got really excited actually oh dude, that's yeah. so sweet yeah. so I was like do you want to be my boyfriend <laughs> oh I'm going to cry. That's so adorable. You should have written it on the note and made him check yesterday,
0: right? (laughs) Oh, my God.
4: That would have been way better than the way I confessed to my boyfriend. It was so bad. (laughs) We were playing truth or dare. We got into this habit. We've been spending like 12 hours a day hanging out together on Discord. And we gotten into playing truth or dare with each other. And eventually it just kind of got to like we started playing R-rated truth or dare like before we were dating. And so one of the things that came up is like, what do you think is sexiest on another person? One of the things he said was turtlenecks, tank tops, et cetera, et cetera, and so I get excited. Like not then, but inside, I'm excited because I love titty outfits. Like <laughs> <laughs> I had already pretty much been showing off the goods to him. Like, <laughs> like I would prop up my camera and like at a get low angle, shy. <laughs> oh, yeah. like already like bending over a table. Like, oh, what's this over here? Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> So I got excited and it just kind of does have some very large titties. Yes, she so does. So I'm, I'm, I'm jealous have, of your tits. You are very blessed in that area. I
4: am very blessed. So if anyone wants to see them, uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got the goods. See, and I was like, oh, you have both more like the cute crop tops. <laughs> I happened to see right before you hadn't talked about that. I was like, oh, it has a little peekaboo hole. Yeah, peek-a-boo. yeah I don't <laughs>
3: have under So I only got the top stuff. What so, size cup are you? I'm a C. I'm like almost at a D.
1: You're almost as tall as me. What are you, five nine? I'm 5'10". Five 5'10". Ten. Five ten Don't now. ever
4: underestimate my height. I am a big girl.
1: <laughs> she has been dying to catch up to me.
4: I want to be six foot so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, I already been showing off the goods to him. I love wearing tank tops, etc. I was just getting excited. I already had like the biggest crush on him. I mean, obviously. And so that night I had a Freudian slip. I was just like, i love to wear more tank tops. Like, <laughs> Uh huh. and immediately I crumble. I'm like, oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why? And Would you think he was going to reject you?
4: I was just so embarrassed. I had already had so many moments like that. He was measuring his hand. For some reason, we were all measuring our hands, me and our little friend group. And he didn't tell us. So I was like, oh, how big is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> how long is it? The hand, I mean. <laughs> I just, I was so fucking embarrassed. I was mortified. Just own it and just be like, oh, that's no, my way because boarding. I had the biggest crush on him and I didn't want him to know it. Why? No, this is the first boyfriend I've ever had. Okay. I've never had one before this, unless you count like elementary school boyfriends, which do not count. Do not count. <laughs> so I've had so many moments like that.
2: Those moments happen more and more, was especially really the
3: more and more you start to like them. That yeah. just happens. Yeah. And that
2: was probably something that he really liked about you. That it was an endearing quality. No, he told me
4: he was like, You were so cute over the course of He was like, I knew the whole time you had a (laughs) curse on me. Like it was so obvious.
3: But And you were like, Why did you do anything about it then? He
4: literally told me it's like, if you didn't confess to me, I would have kept it
3: going as long (laughs) as I could.
4: (laughs) But what happened was I was just head in hands. We both had cameras on. I was just like head in hands for so long. I was just miserable. Should have pretended that your screen froze. And he was, like, trying to be comforting. He's like, okay, I probably will forget by tomorrow.
3: Which is, like, a weird thing to say. He's never forgetting that moment ever. He ever.
4: never forgot it. Yeah. And he always reminds me of what I said next, which was like, hey, I think I have, like, romantic feelings for you. And if you don't reciprocate, that's okay. Like, we can still be friends. Like. And he will constantly bring that up to me over and over and over again. He knows I hate it. And I know he's going to listen to this. So I hate it, darling. <laughs> How long have you been together? <laughs> We've been together almost seven months. He was like, I like you too. Aww. And I almost cried. Like, that was like the first time that I truly felt like serious romantic feelings for someone and had them reciprocated like mm-hmm. um and it was just so cathartic cuz i had spent so long i had to make sure i did this right i was like if i'm getting into a relationship it has to be the right way <laughs> which is there is no right way to get into a relationship i was so very anxious and i just wanted to make sure that i was getting into it for the right reasons and doing the right things and I had asked, like, everyone around me, I was like, what does it mean to, like, have romantic feelings with someone? What does it mean to be in a romantic relationship? And everybody said
1: something different. Yes! (laughs) Yes! (laughs) It was
3: infuriating!
1: Well, this is one thing I like about polyamory, is that you don't have to define it the same for every relationship, which is really cool. It's like...
2: relationship anarchy is one of the words of the day kind of thing yeah and that's
1: what's beautiful about this mr vegas thing is it's like i know there's this component that's not there but that's okay i can just take it for the the beautiful things that it is and not like be sad that that's missing because i still have the opportunity and the freedom to go explore that with someone else that is what i love about polyamory
2: and they do also usually incorporate The non-escalator relationship status that you don't have to assume just because you're dating somebody that you're going to move in together, that you're going to get married, that you're going to have kids, that you're going to go up that escalator from one thing to the next, that you can just choose to stop at any level and enjoy just what that person brings at that time and there isn't that pressure to build a hardcore future with that person if that's not what y'all's connection is right mm-hmm. exactly
1: and that's exactly what we're doing which takes so much of the pressure off so as long as he brings me water burger <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you ain't bringing you your water did, burger it's did all you, it's did over set that expectation now that you are boyfriend and girlfriend <laughs> you always have to bring me water burger when i'm hungry i'm literally <laughs> writing this down right now <laughs> all right let's get back to vegas okay i get there finally fed <laughs> get to my hotel room The next day was the first day of the conference. And so some of the people that I had messaged one-on-one, I had asked if any of them were in Dallas. And so one girl responded back and she was like, oh, I remember you from the PodFest conference. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, yeah, we need to get together. I'm in Dallas too. I was like, cool. Yeah, let's do it. So we planned to have dinner the next night. And so we went to the first event And she was like, oh, I saved you a seat. It's right next to me. I'm like, cool, awesome. Because, you know, I run late for everything. So I got a great seat because she saved me a seat and (laughs) I was late. So after that event, we went to dinner. And so she starts telling me, you know, I have this tendency. I'm sure you guys have come to know. I don't do small talk very well. Like I'm going in like to me, there's no point in small talk. And like Scarlett oh. does not give a shit about the weather. <laughs> no, <laughs> no,
4: God, I so agree. <laughs> I just, I'm just like,
1: please like get me out of this hell. Yeah, exactly. So I will ask tough questions and like, I'll press in. So anyway, she ends up like sharing like her life story with me. And she was telling me that, she thinks she's gay and she's like i'm not entirely sure but i think i might be gay and i've been married 25 years or wow something. yeah like a long wow. time wow so
3: like how old is she
1: she's probably around my age i think okay. she's in her 40s low 40s if i remember correctly okay. and so they've been married a good long time they don't have kids together but they've been married a long time and she said i feel like we're more like roommates than we are like romantic partners. And she's like, I'm not really interested in having sex with him anymore. But was she at one point? She said they did have a sex life, but it was never anything that was super exciting to her. And so she said progressively, she's gotten more and more interested in lesbian content and movies and things like that. And she's found that she's been more and more attracted to women. And then she says, as she thinks back to her childhood and teenage years young adulthood she's like i think i always was i was just suppressing it because it wasn't allowed appropriate it wasn't appropriate Mm -hmm. she's like i have decided i'm going to confirm it on this trip and i'm like really scarlet has a little light bulb above her (laughs) (laughs) and so i'm like we should go to
2: a lesbian bar (gasps) have you ever been to one no, never. Oh, that was actually my first date with the guy who became my husband. And it was his brother's girlfriend's birthday. So she wanted to go there. And he was like, yeah, we're heading out. And I was like... I can come out tonight. Cool. And yeah, so our first date was technically at a lesbian bar after having made our connection through Craigslist. And our (laughs) our relationship song was found love in a hopeless place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's
3: funny. Lesbian bars are great. You
2: know, Vixen (laughs) just has the
3: standard romance story like everybody does. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, so I get super excited about this She said she was willing to come on the podcast. And I'm like, this would be fantastic. We could talk about your journey of figuring out whether or not you're gay. And we could go talk to some lesbians. And she was a lot less apt to talk to people like the whole time. Because I go for the intent purpose of networking. That is the main reason I go to these things. And so I am purposely starting conversations with just about everyone. Is it at the bar at the podcast? So this was leading up to us going to dinner. We were waiting for our table. And she's kind of just like, wow, you really won't like talk to anybody. You know, she was like super nervous and like shy to talk to people. Yeah. And so, you know, I was trying to like incorporate her into all the conversations and stuff, but she was a lot more... Intimidated by doing that, right? In general. And so, what is her podcast about? Does she have to talk to people on that, or is she just. She does like one on one because it's a business podcast. Ah. And so she'll have like one person come on and it's more like interview style, kind of like my business podcast. And so she will do that kind of thing. I could tell she was nervous about the thought of going into a bar and like trying to hit up women. (laughs) Trying to hit on
3: women. Yeah. Especially probably, you know, growing up as a woman, you're always expecting guys to do the work and yes. so then when you're like it's all women you're like no
1: i have to do something yes. and she actually said that she was yeah. like it's so much easier with guys because they just come to the, me yeah right and they pursue
4: just, where is that for me
3: yeah,
2: right. <laughs> that has never happened to me i'm waiting i'm willing <laughs> and it's like you tell girls oh wow you look so beautiful and they're like oh thanks and you're it's like, just like I mean, a compliment like, from it like no yes i want to fuck you yes homo. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so she was just like, I just don't know about this. She was a little nervous about. It. I was like, "Girl, I got you. I will <laughs> approach all the people for you. Scarlett will <laughs> You're be your wing woman. Man. You will get laid Yes. Scarlett." I was like, your, I will, "My God, yes!" I was like, "I will totally get you laid. I will get you there. I will give you options even before you leave there. You'll have plenty of options." That's Why threat don't I do number that for one. <laughs> yes. That's threat
3: number two. I'm, I'm literally your daughter. Why don't you do that for me?
1: you're only 17 you can't get into these places and you have a boyfriend mm-hmm. And
3: I'm open I, we're uh, both open
1: I, no, by okay, the way okay. I have totally offered to do this for you in outlets that you can get into like D&D meetings and I am not fucking at and, a and
4: d meeting me and my boyfriend may be D&D
1: nerds but I am not fucking another <laughs> D&D nerd what I'm saying hey, though is I have offered to do this ever. for you and <laughs> you have not taken me up on this I didn't know they were wingman
4: operations I thought you just wanted me to get social <laughs> If I knew knew that I was going to get laid, then I would totally be down. All right,
1: Let's do it. Comic book store tomorrow. Let's
4: go. Let's Let's go. go. High five me, but in a better way. (laughs) That was better. Thank you. Thank you. Keep that one in. Keep that one in. (laughs) That's the only one.
1: (laughs) So anyway, I was like, girl, I got you. I'll do all the talking. You don't even have to say anything. We're going to do this any objection she was putting up I was like no I got this like I'm solving all the problems and fixing all the obstacles here and she's like well that's not the real issue and I'm like okay mm. what's the real issue she's like I want you Whoa! There it is.
3: <laughs> I'm like oh that shut you up for a second didn't it okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Oh, wheels turning, recalculating, recalculating, <laughs> recalculating. <laughs> Recalibrating. You know? I was like, I don't think I'm lesbian. She's like, oh, I know. I know you're not. I'm like, I mean, it might be fun. The only experience I have with a woman thus far has been with Hazel. And it wasn't really me and her. It was more like a swap, you know, like there was four of us naked in the room. Y'all were both there, but you didn't really do anything to each other. Like she did play with my tits a little bit, but like I didn't do anything with her. We didn't go down on each other. Nothing like that. Right. So, and her and I have made out, but that's the extent of my... (laughs) I'm not a lesbian, but we made out. I'm like, well, I've never fucked a woman before. I'm really attracted to masculinity, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, I like titties. Those do turn me on, actually. But, like, going down on a woman, that does not sexually appeal to me at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what does that make me?
4: I mean, you don't have to put a label on nothing. You can just be whatever you want to be. So,
1: and you know, as Lila has mentioned, I'm down to clown, right? Yes. So down I'm recalculating here, and I'm like, yeah. And I take everything as worst case. I got a good story, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I suppose Scarlett it's worst will cases, do it but... for the
3: content.
1: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. nothing else,
3: she will do it for the content.
1: So I was like, okay, but I don't want to give you the wrong impression because she's in Dallas, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I do not want to give you the impression here that like... This is going to be a continuing thing. And so I'm like, I just want to be very clear on that. She's like, no, no, I'm not looking for anything like that. I really would just like to confirm whether I'm gay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, okay. With you. Exactly. Clearly she knew that you were very
3: open about things. Mm -hmm. So she probably felt comfortable.
1: Yeah. And she had told me that, like the fact that I was obviously very sex positive and all of that mm-hmm. she also her. wanted
2: to guide or she wanted you to guide her probably
1: well i don't know what she thought she was gonna get there because i had never fucked a woman before so like,
3: <laughs> you guys were both trying to figure it yeah, out blind, no, leading the blind exactly, that's exactly what i said I'm, like, like, I'm just gonna do what feels good yeah. to me <laughs> and we'll go from there so Pussy on
1: pussy I don't know, <laughs> like, <laughs> figure it out So I was just like, hey, you know what? I'm open to going there with you just as long as I'm completely clear that I don't see this going beyond that. She was like, no, 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 no. I totally get that. That's fine, whatever. I just really want to confirm whether I'm gay. I'm like, all right, cool. So fast forward a little bit. We decided to go to my room because I have all the sex toys.
3: <laughs> Shocker. Scarlet came prepared. Now, wait, is this the day before Mr. Vegas came? Yes. Okay. So yeah. he's not staying with you. Him. No, <laughs> you could have brought him in and he probably would have. <laughs>
2: she but... probably would not have liked that. <laughs> You, no, it, yeah, it yeah I don't. Have think... Somebody off to the side holding the toys and more lube. <laughs> yeah. butler. You're like a doctor like like doing surgery. surgery you're it. like scalpel. No.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. Bildo. laughs> exactly. So anyway, finally she starts making out with me. So we're kissing for a while. Um how'd it feel? Yeah, it was good. But I don't know. The rest of it was just kind of like, yeah, it's cool. It was fun. I always like just in general experiencing something new, you know, so I appreciated it for just, hey, this is a new
4: yeah. experience. Exactly. Like, it's better to do something to say you tried. You know, you can't knock nut until you try it. Yeah. So including gay sex. <laughs>
1: <Touché>. <laughs> there you go. So, but it was hilarious because we're in the middle of all of this and all of a sudden we're kissing and all of a sudden she just pulls back and she's like, yeah, I'm fucking gay. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Good for you. <laughs> it's like, you did it. You confirmed it. <laughs> you did it. And I confirmed I'm not. <laughs> oh. Hey, we're all getting
3: realizations today. <laughs> Epiphanies left and right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So she started fingering me. She's actually a really good finger. Nice. Not Mr. Vega's good. I will put that simulation. She she's is... got the downside of smaller hands. Yes, that is so. true. And she's never done it before. So I was actually surprised how good she was. She knows where things are. <laughs> so there you go. I
4: completely understand that. The first time me and my boyfriend had phone sex, I was literally like, What the fuck do you mean you're a virgin? <laughs> like, that was the best thing I've ever had in my life. Like <laughs> clearly, he's watched. A lot of porn. <laughs> no, apparently porn is like banned or something no, in his I'm country. Not, not he playing. told me he had to go on Reddit. I was like, Your ass is no longer going on Reddit. Like,
1: <laughs> I will supply you. <laughs> so she was pretty good at fingering. So that felt awesome. We did that with the wand, like I do with Mr. Vegas. So she had told me she could get herself off with fingers. And if you guys listen to the episode, Masturbating Without Toys, we talked about the fact that I have never been able to do that. So I was like, could you please show me, show me your technique? Because I want to understand. I need a live demonstration. Please <laughs> be a live demonstration for me and train me in your ways. And so she started doing it and there was no magic to it. I mean, all she's doing is just rubbing pretty much in a circular, just repeated circular manner around her clit. And that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. I can't do that. I don't like touching it. Same here. I, I don't use, really like fingers on my clit.
4: I usually use my underwear as uh-huh. like, I yeah, I, I like some yes. soft. Like I have this nice robe that's really soft. That feels amazing on my. I clit. like lace.
3: What's it about? It's like the roughness almost. You know, it doesn't feel like fingers because fingers are kind of smooth. Usually, at least you know, mine are. So the lace just gives a little bit more of texture, like, something
2: to rub against. You like the roughness on your clit a little bit. That's interesting. See, and I also usually don't go directly for skin to skin contact I will either go through my clothing either underwear or shorts but I'm also usually grinding against like the blanket in between my hands and it's more of a pressure thing than a direct stimulation thing
1: so you're not directly putting fingers on your clit ever
2: not most of the time for my quick just needing to fall asleep that kind of thing Well, that's what she was
1: doing. She was just taking one finger, rubbing it in a circular motion around the edge of her clit. And that's Mm -hmm. how she got off. And at one point, I started fingering her while she was doing that. And then that's how she came. Mm -hmm. So we didn't use toys or anything on her. That I is was a like, phenomenal. I know. I was like, how? I wish she, I could well, do Well, she's that. a fucking lesbian. She's been gay for so long. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's, it's
4: she's like fucking
1: finally. <laughs> but oh that's how God. she
3: comes. Like I on won- a regular basis. I wonder if that's the first time she came with someone else. I wonder if she ever came with her husband. I
1: think she said she had, if I
2: okay. remember correctly. Does she usually use toys? Does she only use her fingers? Does she usually come with other people? Does she have any hangups about reaching orgasm?
1: I should have consulted you, Vixen. I don't think I asked <laughs> all these questions. Oh, I figured that yeah, was be... Yeah, you, you were kind of busy you asked her. No, I asked questions more like so do you think fear of rejection might be <laughs> at play here? Those are the kind of questions Scarlett exactly, asked. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking,
4: I would know it firsthand. <laughs> I'm like her trainee like she asked me all these questions you're her guinea pig yeah that's what I meant like her fucking guinea pig like she runs
1: these questions by me
4: before taking them with everyone else
1: I'll never forget Mika one day we were eating in a restaurant. She's like, this food is bland. And I was like, oh, here, there's some salt and pepper over here. Try putting it out. She was like, do you have to fix every problem? <laughs> I, was, I was literally just like, can I not just dislike
4: my sandwich in peace? Like, like can I not just have a shitty
1: sandwich? <laughs> i'm a problem solver i get shit fixed no i
4: understand
1: (laughs) you say that with such weariness
4: (laughs) no i get it it's just like sometimes man i'm just like i don't want to think about solving this problem i just want to get through the sandwich (laughs) i want to complain about (laughs) it i want to bitch and moan i love bitching and moaning like (laughs) If you take away the thing I'm
1: complaining about, I can't have the pure pleasure of bitching and moaning about it. Whereas my mind is always looking for a challenge. Like, oh, you presented me a challenge. I will fix it. That's a man mentality, right there. It it is. It is. (laughs) Oh my god, I am very masculine in that way. (laughs) Absolutely. So it is kind of ironic that I'm attracted to masculinity. (laughs) I don't know. Go figure. So she is, like, over the moon, right? She's had all these things confirmed. She is, like, ecstatic on cloud nine. She had an orgasm. Like, she's she's at the level of my excitement when I thought we were going to the lesbian bar. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I'm at her level of, okay, you know. That happened. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Get out so I can go to bed. So, I remember putting in the Discord, though, because I was saying things in the Discord about... Mm -hmm. Should I do it? Yeah. Yeah, Before (laughs) I did it, I was like, oh, I forgot a really important part of the story. Whenever we were debating about whether or not we were going to go to the bar or go to my room, and I was still kind of on the fence about, I don't know. I don't know about this. I... Just kind of made a bit about it because you know I gotta pull shenanigans somehow. I can't use the app. You gotta do some shenanigans. Yeah, so I just started approaching people and I was like, hey, should I pop my girl on girl cherry tonight? She was absolutely mortified. Yeah, I (laughs) bet
3: she was. was, (laughs) Because I would have been too.
1: She was like, what are you doing yeah,
3: like Scarlett even... does not feel embarrassment and awkwardness <laughs> the same way other people do she, i don't think she She's feels
2: not. it at all i don't yeah i, I don't, don't think, think she there's has ever it. been a no. moment
3: i have ever seen my mother embarrassed yeah no she doesn't have that i think i got your dose <laughs> because i feel secondhand embarrassment for other people oh my it's god it's not even a situation happening to me and yes. i get embarrassed for how do you them. think i feel living with her for 17 years yeah yeah so i understand her completely you
4: gotta know before she was like emotionally mature it was hell on earth to watch her interact with people yeah <laughs> Was it just painful? It was so painful. I even remember the latest one. It was so traumatizing for me. Where <laughs> We were getting my glasses a few years ago. And I remember you going up and banging on the door when they were closed. And you were like, we just need to pick up some glasses. <laughs> I was hanging my head in shame. And I was just like,
1: thank you. Thank you for the glasses. I'm sorry, love. <laughs> I'm sorry for traumatizing you by banging on the door. So, yeah, she's absolutely mortified as I'm approaching people like, hey, should I pop my girl on girl cherry tonight? <laughs> totally turning it into a bit, totally using it as a way to pull shenanigans because, of course, I'm approaching mainly guys, right? Yeah. You know, there are guys that are a part of the conference. I mean, for the she might have taken
3: it as a you didn't think she was attractive enough or something
2: and she might have felt a little self-conscious about that. Well, the other thing, this is at the beginning of the conference. So yeah. y'all are going to be interacting with these people and she... And she hasn't come out to anyone. So yeah. here you are outing <laughs> like, that she's gay. But I didn't say it was her.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They probably inferred gay. if she was behind you. <laughs> yeah.
1: If they're, Obviously, she, that's what she thought. But yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, that's what I did. I pulled the shenanigans. She hated it every minute of it. Obviously not enough. She would have walked away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I outright told her, actually. and whenever I was like, Hey, I just want to be clear what this is' And I was like, and if you're looking for because I knew she was nervous about this whole
2: thing, like, if you're looking for discretion, I exactly person. I, <laughs> yeah, right? I literally
1: said that. I said, if you're looking for discretion, you know I'm going to talk about this on my podcast, right? Like there is going to be no discretion here. And she, of course, Found out how no discretion actually looks <laughs> when I start approaching people and asking them, should I pop my girl on girl cherry? Hey, but at least she didn't have performance anxiety during the actual event. She
3: Clearly, the fact that you were going to talk about it did not deter nope. her performance. It did like not. Like it does
1: for some people. You're right. It did not. It did not. So that didn't seem to deter her. So I was very clear and honest about that. She just said, as long as you don't say my name. I'm like, no, I would never say someone's name. We don't even so, say our real names. Yeah, so, we'll yeah. say her social security.
3: <laughs> here's her address. Here's her business. Here's everything about her. Yeah.
1: You can see her at... Yeah, so... Here's her Google Street View. <laughs> but uh-huh. I don't think she realized when I said there is no discretion here that that meant I'd be walking up to, to, people, to people in front of her. <laughs> she thought it was she was not going to ever have to hear about
2: this. <laughs> so I guess I need to be more clear. On... <laughs> this is a present you problem, not a future <laughs> problem. Yeah, this starts yes, now right now
1: exactly <laughs> that was obviously a little bit eventful before we even got to the event but in the discord with you guys i was even saying on the discord okay everybody should i pop my girl on girl jerry you know, of course, everybody else is like, do it. Yeah, we're <laughs> not going <it>. to say no. <laughs> Dude, if I saw that, if
4: I was active on that Discord, I would have been yeah, like, where have you Whoa. been? I have social anxiety, especially with Discord servers. I'm just like, oh. So, no so that's person who just admitted to spending 12 hours a day on Discord. I did not start spending time with my boyfriend until after eight months of knowing him on Discord.
3: Like we literally. Discord like the easiest place to, to be social, though. You don't actually have to see anybody.
4: It's all social to me. It's just like, no, thank you. No, thank you. I hate big dicks. Big discord servers. (laughs) I love big dicks. (laughs) We have a
1: dick pics.
4: I know. And and I have not looked at it. My stepsister has looked at it for me. And (laughs) I still am not like, nope, I'm not taking a look. Why are you scared of it? And <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> i like big dicks oh we can't look at a peepee <laughs> <laughs> I, I just get nervous because i'm under age
2: not in Texas but i don't know it's just like you do know that the vast majority are not actual dick pics on there what They're- are they
3: I posted j- their my jills. tattoo
2: yeah. on there. Her Cheney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and pictures of guys I- named Dick. I can't yeah. tell if y'all
3: are joking. No, no, that, that, no, that's no. literally what, what uh, it, most of it is. That sounds fucking hilarious. There are some she- actual dicks yeah, on there. It took a
1: while for them to figure out how to get them to actually post. <laughs> yeah, because that was thanks to Ryan. Ryan Strong, who is, going to, by the way, coming on the podcast. Oh, good. QT man. My QT man. He said he's coming. Mm. So he figured out if you... Put a highlighter over a, a the white picture. highlighter white over highlighter. the
2: picture. Discord won't censor it. Yeah, and they can post their dick pics. Yeah, that is genius. So like the most recent one there is my scrotum marshmallows.
3: <laughs> that was awesome.
2: <laughs> we are laughing so hard. Like what am I, am I looking, looking at? What are you gonna do? They were live? marshmallows, but they were just dripping down <laughs> like, awkwardly yeah, like a parable. balls. I'm actually said Oh, this looks, looks more like looks more a me I didn't look at the pictures when she posted it. And I was like, oh, that one's kind of blurry. We'll have to see if there's a better, more,
4: like, (laughs) scrotal picture.
2: I would be completely willing to post nudes
4: if I wasn't terrified. And also if I did not share a Discord server with my mother.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'd be so down. I debated doing a boob shot one, and I was like... You're going know, well. The other women aren't sharing them, and I'm like, "Be the change you want to see in the there world." <laughs> true, true. There you go.
1: Do it. Do mm-hmm.
2: it.
4: <laughs> yeah. When I turn 18, I'll post a birthday nude. I'll do
1: it. <laughs> All right. You there can you hold go. Hold me accountable to that. If you needed motivation to get on Discord, there it is. Because <laughs> Mako's got some nice boobs. Yeah, my barely legal tits. <laughs> Come on in, boys. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was my pretty eventful Vegas trip, which by the way, when Mr. Vegas got there, he just would touch a slot machine and win money seeing that. I was like, damn, he's lucky. He's yeah.
2: Magic hands.
1: Yes. For real. I didn't realize how literal that magic hand thing was. I think we were putting blessings on those hands. <laughs> your <laughs> pussy has blessed
3: his hands. It was actually your pussy that was winning all of that actually. So now you know what to do next time. You gotta pull yeah. the lever with your pussy. <laughs> Oh,
2: oh, that is so gross. I'm just imagining all of the hands that have touched (laughs) that. The slot machine. The slot
3: machine. That's like having a million people finger you. You stick that.
1: While I was at the conference, he would be gambling or doing yeah. whatever. And so he'd be texting me, Won another one another $800, one another $300. And the, only,
3: the one and only time I've gambled, I lost $90. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not
1: doing this ever again. I hate this. I see why this he loves awful. Vegas, though. He does. He absolutely loves Vegas. Wow. We went to see, oh, the Cirque du Soleil show. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited. He knew I really wanted to see it really bad. And so he's like, I'm going to take you there. So we went... I was what so a excited. good boyfriend? I know he's awesome, and he fell asleep. Like <laughs> I don't know, right away, pretty much. Goes to he, Cirque du Soleil, falls he asleep. Hated it. He hated it so much. He was like, "There's no story. It's no performance." There, yeah, I was like, yeah. "I don't think there's supposed to be a story. Like it's all about the acrobatics and yeah. like the artistry." Yeah, of that's it. cool. I loved it. Yeah, he hated it. <laughs> Hated it. He was like, There's no story to follow. No point. What's the point? <laughs> he kept making jokes about how he had fun looking at the back of his eyelids. And <laughs>
3: like... I'm sure there was some nice, calming music that he fell asleep to.
1: It was hilarious. He hated it so much. So I'm like, Okay, I've learned something about you. We don't go to any shows that don't have a very clear cut <laughs> storyline. <laughs> Beginning, middle, end. Yes. There needs to be a climax. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. And it was actually that night that we became official in our relationship. We went to dinner before the O show. And it was at the Bellagio Hotel, where you know, the fountains, the Bellagio fountains, there's restaurants right there by the fountains. And we went to Lago, which is an Italian restaurant there. And that place is so good, by the way, it is fucking fantastic. And it was there at the restaurant that night when we made it official in front of the fountain show. So it was like the most romantic setting to get started in our relationship. Aww. That's so cute. I know. Well, how great is that? Mr. Vegas in Vegas. That was like so fitting. It's meant to be. It was meant to be. That's fucking adorable. So with that. Whether it be figuring out whether you're a lesbian getting fingered by a man or a woman or winning money on a slot machines, make sure you get your girlfriend water <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you for listening. Please make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast channel. And if you love this, don't forget to leave a rating and review. To connect with us and ask questions, visit us at goodbadhorrible.com.